Welcome all my goddesses to the goddess aesthetic where we talk about all things spiritual women and real. I wanted to come first and apologize. Your girl has been absent. I had to take a step back, even though I legit just started. We all have those weeks, some days, things piled up. Your girl got very overwhelmed very quickly. So I had to sit back and reconvene with myself to figure out what my next move was and what I wanted the next step to be for myself. So yes, I am continuing the podcast. And second, I will be cutting down drop days from every morning to I say about two to three times a week. And the episodes will be a bit longer because I will drop things more in depth and we'll continue from there. So again, welcome back to the podcast and the newest episode, five steps to beginning your spiritual journey. I know for me, when I started mine, I was so confused, like so caught off guard. Like I was just getting thrown information consistently over and over and over again. I was listening to this person. I was listening to that person. I was just all over the place and didn't have a concise starting point, nor really concise steps to inch my way into what I wanted my spirituality to be. And for any boss, babe, any goddess out there that feels the exact same way, I am hoping that this episode gives you somewhat of a starting point. So one of the first things that I, after reading about 30 different books and really coming to an overall conclusion for myself is I had to let go and declutter everything that I was currently like doing. So I went ahead and really started cleaning out my area. I started cleaning out my surrounding, like what I was surrounding myself by. Um, at the time, it was a bit harder because I was like living in a one bedroom apartment with my boyfriend. And, you know, them one bedrooms ain't that big. There's two of us. We both have a lot of crap. Like we're just both like, it's not even like we're dirty, in reality, we're actually like cleaner than like most people would think a 22 and 23 year old or at that time, like 18 and nine year old would be. We would have people coming over and like, oh, your place is so clean. But to us, it was like cluttered. And it wasn't the fact that we were dirty. We're actually very clean. But it was the fact that like we both have so much shit. Like we just have so many kind of like interests. We both have a lot of things to like add to that interest like he's a big manga collector and figurine collector and so he has those just all all over the place really he also does shoes and then me personally I'm a very very big like poster girl I also I'm gonna lie to you I have a thing for plushies and stuffed animals that's my inner child coming out (laughs) healing all past traumas my way of doing that is having plushies (laughs) Um, so it was just like, we are both like these people with a lot of interests and we both like physically showing those interests by buying the things that correlate with them. And with that being the case, 
we're stuck in this one spot and I'd say it's about a 750 square put a square foot apartment like it was it was rough trying to declutter it when anything that I could have taken away could have actually damaged the interest that like I wanted to show of who I was so I found other ways of decluttering my space um I went back through all of my paperwork everything that I thought I needed leaving my parents house and threw all that away I went ahead and simply just spent a lot of time like re-cleaning like I was like okay we're usually pretty clean like, okay this is a bit dusty I'm gonna clean this I'm gonna go through my desk and clean out anything that I don't need out of there I'm going to go back through my clothes, see what I can give away, stuff of that nature. That's really where like that decluttering for me came in, especially when I started realizing I wanted to get into my own spirituality. So I started like buying more books and learning about crystals and just setting up my altar, which means I was buying more things. I was just learning how to manage what I wanted for myself within the space that I have without feeling cluttered. So it's, and it's not just decluttering your like physical space. It's also decluttering your mentality, your spiritual, like your spiritual basis of who you are now. You have to be willing to let go of all of the constant thought processes that you have now in order to step into the next step. Like you can't sit there and just continue thinking the same exact way and expecting your spirituality to grow or your life to change. You really do have to pull back and declutter all of that extra, not like unnecessary shit out your closet. Like there's going to be a lot of things in your closet that you don't want to face, that you don't want to address, that you're going to have to address if spirituality is the route you want to go. And I think that is very prevalent for people and it's hard for people to do. Because when you think about what makes you the person that you are today, you think about like everything, the way you think about things, your thought processes, how you react to things, you feel like that makes you who the person you are today is. But also realizing in order to keep growing, in order to keep building on yourself, you cannot let the thought processes that you've accustomed yourself to hold you back sorry but that is like you you have to declutter your area out it's declutter your area declutter yourself um decluttering for us ended up being moving to a three-bedroom apartment even if it's just the two of us I have an entire office space he has an entire office space and then we have our couple spaces so it allows us to be our own individual individual person, show our own personalities, and have fun with who we are. Not everyone can do that, but there are ways to declutter your area, still show who you are, and really just be concise with everything. So number one, declutter. Declutter your area, declutter your mindset. But and connecting to decluttering your mindset is be conscious of your mindset everything you do 
do it with intention. Everything you think, do it with intention. When you're thinking about, okay, here's a good example. Something happens to you. Your mindset is, oh, why did this happen to me? Or you're blaming it on the person that may actually be the cause of the situation. But instead of blaming it on them, you, outside of what they've done, take control of your life. It's your life. You can't control what they did. You can control how it affects you. You can control how you react to it. Take control of how you react and how you think about things. That be conscious and be intentional because if you, whether you believe it or not, a lot of your daily thought processes can be damaging to you. It can be. Like a lot of your daily ways of thinking are what continuously pull you back. Me, I have depression and anxiety. I think there was a portion of my life where I thought everything was going to go wrong every single day. I woke up and I was like, I know this day going to be shit. And guess what? The day was shit because I thought it was going to be shit. Not because of anything anyone did specifically. My emotions and my thought processes are what held me back from having a good day. My depression hit. I'm not going to get anything done today. I didn't because I thought I wasn't going to. Like, it's, this is like the definition of really whatever you speak into the universe is going to come back because it's like you're like preparing for the worst and every day you prepare for the worst the worst tends to happen not oh I'm going to get here it's oh this is going to stop me from getting where I want to be and things do end up stopping you you fail one time and you're, you just failed and you just dropped it versus failing and being like, okay, my original plan didn't work. I'll take that. Now that my original plan didn't work, I know I have to go back and make a new plan and get back to it. Be conscious of your daily thoughts. Even if you have to really sit down and like, Everything you do, be conscious of how you do it. Do everything with intention. Wake up. Your first thought is something negative. Be conscious of it. Be like, no. And now everything you do with the other day, be conscious of how you do it. Thought process of, oh, I have to do this. Oh, I gotta do this. Oh, like that have to and got to makes you dread whatever is the follow-up to what you're doing. I have to get up and make my bed. No, you don't have to do anything. You get to. You got to wake up this morning. You, You get to get up without any disability or anything stopping you. You get to get up and start your day. I, I have to go to work. I have to make bread. No, no, you don't. You don't have to do shit. You get to go to work. 
does for a lot like for a lot of people do they not like their job that they're doing okay fine you get to change it you get to like completely rearrange your life so however if it's you whether or not you do it is on you whether or not you feel like you have what it takes to make those changes is all up to you but don't sit there and say you got to do anything because you don't have to do anything you get to do it you get to get up you get to start your day you get to go to work you get to make that bread you get to spend time with your family you get like see what i'm saying it's the simplest fact of you have the ability to do it be happy that you have that be forever grateful that you have the ability to do everything you get to do throughout the day because there is more than enough people out there that don't be 110 percent conscious of how you think about your life and that's something i struggled with for a very very long time being conscious about how i thought about my day that is where the depression and anxiety came out came in because everything I did, I thought with the most negative mindset possible. I have to go to school. I have to go to work after I got out of school. I have to deal with my siblings. No. Granted, school was not fun. I'm not going to sit here and sugarcoat it. I hated it. And I hated it because I was smart about it. Like, I knew I was smart enough to pass without doing anything, like significantly. Work afterwards. I didn't have to start working as young as I did. I chose to. Of course, once you start working, you get into the mindset of, of, oh, I got to go to work. No, I could have quit. My parents did not force me to work. That was a choice that I made on my own. I have to deal with my siblings. No, I'm lucky enough to have the siblings I have. Are they paid in my ass? Almost every day. Do I love them with everything I have in me? With no question. Can it suck being the oldest sometimes? Yeah. Would I change them? Or would I change having them as my siblings? No. And this comes from the oldest out of five. So yeah, be conscious, be intentional. Your day can be great just off of how you think about your day. Your day could be crap based off how you think about your day. So going into our next step, explore new ideas. Being spiritual means really being willing to explore the different types of spirituality there there are. And that can be hard for a lot of people because a lot of people think in terms of what today's spirit, like what today's spirituality means, which is organized religion, mainly Christianity in today's society. It's just the most acceptable religion there is. Um, me personally, I'm not a Christian. That's just who I am. 
I wasn't raised fully Christian. Like my growing up, my mom was one of the people that like went to church for Easter and Christmas. That's about it. And it was never really a preachy Christian household anyway. My, my mom didn't start going to church regularly until I was about 15 or so. And by then I kind of already created my own ideals. Um, for a while I did, I did hide under the, not hide, I did label myself under the umbrella of atheism simply because I didn't believe in Christianity. I didn't feel like that was what I wanted to believe in. And I had, it didn't feel like there were many other choices. So yeah, you just have to be open to exploring new versions of spirituality. Be mindful of the types of spirituality you choose to explore. I feel like the best way to say it is if you're going to be spiritual, be willing to read and study every type of spirituality there is, but be aware that you are not allowed to practice every spirituality there is. I feel like that is the best way to say that because based on who you are as a person especially your ancestry based on your ancestry you can't practice every spirituality there is there are closed practices do not start fucking with shit that you should not be fucking with having gods and goddesses and deities come down to spite you and like ancestors that come down and spite you because you're messing with a spirituality that does not apply to you. Do your research. Be mindful enough to research every spirituality there is, but also be mindful enough to know that you cannot practice every spirituality there is. It's not meant for everyone. And I think that's a hard thing to say because especially in this day and age with TikTok spirituality that blew up and now everyone wants to be a witch so-called and so forth not everyone is willing to actually study and practice um and that's coming from someone that's new and enough herself in the practice I've been studying, I'd say, for about a year and a half, two years now. There's still a lot I don't know. I There's a shit ton that I have no clue. But I'm willing to study on it. I'm willing to put time aside to study something that I may not be allowed to do. And that's just because I'm being mindful of that practice. it's not it's not rocket science it's just it's being respectful being respectful of the deities and that spirituality being respectful of the ancestors that practiced it for generations before me like just being respectful of everyone so and if you're going to hop into being spiritual do not come to spirituality with that closed mindset. 
it's not going to get you anywhere. Um, the thing is, people like think like, oh, you can't be spiritual in the terms of new and new day spirituality and practice organized religion. That's not true. I've actually met a good handful of like Christian quote unquote witches. Yeah, they exist. You can be Christian and be a witch too. It's just the basis of being mindful. It's just the basis of doing your research and doing your homework. It's just the basis of studying, actually putting time and effort into it. Spirituality is not something that comes immediate. You will spend the rest of your life building your spirituality because there's always something new to learn. Always something new to learn. There's always new ways of doing things. There's always something that you can learn from your ancestors, from your deities. There's always something you can learn from other people. You have to be open to it. Next, we're going to do a tandem of take care of yourself and connect with earth. For taking care of yourself, but like this, you cannot, and I mean this with all respect, you cannot connect to the higher version of yourself if you cannot take care of yourself and who you are now. Really is no extra to that. You have to be willing to take care of the person you are now, to learn to love the person you are now, to connect to the higher version of yourself. And that's hard. That is extremely hard to do for a lot of people because a lot of people, including myself, at one point, it was thought process of I hate myself. And that thought process is a hard one to get out of. Learning to love who you are now is probably one of the hardest steps about spirituality. Because you want to, people that look for spirituality, sorry, people that look for spirituality look for it because they want to be better. And when people think the thought process of wanting to be better means you have to hate who you are now. That's not the case. You can full-blown love who the person you are now and still choose to grow in spirituality. Because even though you love who you are now, that does not negate the want to continue to grow. It doesn't. So yeah, take care of yourself. And that doesn't just mean bubble baths or going to get a manicure and pedicure or going to get a massage or a shopping spree. Like all those are great things. Those are great ways to take care of yourself. That, please do it. I've for all means supported. But that also means taking time to yourself every day to just be. Meditate. Really just let the energy around you surround you. That means cleaning up around you. 
that means journaling, writing down your thoughts and your feelings, writing down what you're grateful for, writing down what you want to manifest into your life, going to the gym, which I'm not going to lie, that's something I struggle with. I hate the gym. And it's not like, you don't have to like go to the gym specifically. Like you can work out from home. You can do yoga from home. I just, I hate going to the gym. I, it's just something I feel uncomfortable about actually going. But at the end of the day, it really means full wall taking time for yourself to just be you as, you, as a person. If you're a girlfriend, that means stepping away for a couple of minutes just to be you. You don't have to be a girlfriend every day. You are still your own person. If you're a mom, you love your kids, you still need a second to yourself. If you're a businesswoman, you want to run your own business. You still need a second for yourself. If you're a wife, it's we all, as women, we all get these titles of who we are were a girlfriend a wife a businesswoman a mom a sister a daughter a granddaughter a student or all of these titles but at the end of the day fundamentally we are still just women and while we may be strong we are not always the strongest so yes, that means taking time for yourself. That means just sitting back and allowing yourself to be who you are. Not anything else, not anyone else. Like, take the time to just sit back and be you for a second. And with that, when you're doing that, connect to the earth. You'd be surprised how much spirituality is in the earth. Using natural remedies versus pharmaceutical ones, if you can. I'm not saying natural remedies all the way. No, there are a lot of sicknesses and disease out there where going to the doctors is a good thing. but there are natural remedies that help get through those processes. I have insomnia. I don't go to the doctor to get insomnia medication. I just rather use melatonin. Simple and easy. You get a thing of 200 melatonin gummies or tablets for like $10. Cool. I would rather use that than pay for medication that I know is processed with a bunch of chemicals. If I'm having stomach issues, why the fuck would I take Pepto-Bismol instead of using natural remedies that are meant to help the digestive tract? I will drink tea that's meant to help my digestive tract before I take that. Because one, that, that's just disgusting. I don't know about you. <laughs> But yeah, connect with the earth. If you're into a bunch of the witchy stuff, 
you learn sooner or later that natural herbs have a lot of properties, a lot to the point sometimes it's overwhelming. But if you learn how to use them properly, it helps in so many ways. Herbs to help with anxiety, herbs to help with sleep issues, herbs to help with health issues. Like I said, it doesn't help everything. So if you have some serious mental or physical issues, please go see a doctor like that ass but it's not just taking things it's also to protect your spirit I line my entire house every entryway possible with black salt and eggshells every single one because I know that it's meant to protect me and my boyfriend and our spirits and our energy I refuse to let any negative energy come into my house. And sometimes I have to check myself at the door. And sometimes I have to check him at the door too. So, But I refuse to let any negative energy enter our home. I cleanse out my house as much as possible. I will, especially if it's during the summer or like spring, like it is now, and it's nice outside, I'm opening some windows. I'm opening our balcony door. I am letting the natural fresh air come into this dark ass apartment because we're in a basement apartment, sadly. Oh, no, not sadly. We have our own place. But I'm going to let some natural air and some natural light into this apartment. Why? Because that not that just sense of natural air is a breath of fresh air. I am highly allergic to pollen. Like I would break out knives. Sometimes I still just want to go outside and just feel the sun and just sit in the grass and feel the earth below me and connect to it. I am someone who is really deathly allergic to like plants in general. Still does not stop me. I just want to do it within the parameters of what I'm allergic to, <laughs> but I genuinely believe that connecting to something as beautiful and simple as mother nature really helps ground you in any step you take in your spirituality. Because at the end of the day, when you come back to it, when you come back to the basics, it's your spirit, it's your soul, and it's mother nature. There is nothing more simple or more beautiful. And then that runs into my very last points of the day, which is, Learn to let go of what you cannot control. Do everything you can up until you can no longer control it. Then let it go. If you realize you can't control a situation, don't continue to fight the situation and try to regain control because it's no longer there. 
there are so many people that spend most of their lives trying to gain control over a situation that they have no control over to start. I was one of those people too. I had to mentally control everything because I had been hurt so much by things that I couldn't control that I felt like if I had control over it, it couldn't hurt. In reality, I had to come to a realization that there's just shit I can't, like, can't control. Whether I want to or not, I can't. I have to be okay with that. And I have to let it, I have to let it go in terms of the ways that it may affect me, but I can control how much it affects me. It can affect you. You have every bit of control of how it affects you. If you try to push control for something that you don't have control over, you're letting it affect you more than it should be. Learn to let go of things you can't control. It's hard, just like everything else on this list. But you have the ability. For once, you just have to look at you. You have to look inside of you. For once, you have to connect to something else outside of your ego. Let that shit go. And that all comes from a place of love. So goddesses, I love every single one of you. I hope you have an amazing day. And I will be finalizing my posting schedule and I will definitely let you guys know. But have a blessed day. And remember, your steps into your spirituality are forever your choice. But don't make it harder on you than it needs to be. You're too beautiful for that. Have a great day. Bye.